Welcome to another episode of the List Night Podcast. My name is Griffin, and as always, I'll be the host of this lovingly constructed ode to the better days of Facebook circa 2011. Joined each week by my friends, confidants, and potential future lovers, Andrew Simon and Thomas Albert. If you're wondering how List Night works or why you're listening, worry not. Explaining things is half the reason I'm the host. Each episode, we'll dive into a subject that we determine ahead of time, and we'll rank things according to that subject. If you've ever wondered what pizza chain is the best, aka most average of the bunch, we're your guys, and we appreciate you being here to listen to what we have to offer. As this pod is still young and uncorrupted by the cold, dark world we live in, the format could change week to week as we figure things out. If there's something you like one episode that we don't do the next, let us know. You can hit us up at any time on Twitter, at ListNight. You can comment on our memes and my thirst traps on Instagram, at list.night. And you can and should comment below what you liked, what you didn't like, and what you want more of. If you're watching us on YouTube, remember to throw us a like and subscribe because we're nine months into a global pandemic and little numbers increasing on a screen are one of the few endorphin boosts remaining for us. Thanks again for joining us for this episode. And with that, let's get into it. We are going to hit it big with this podcast. That is going to be a thing. <laughs> All right. What's the topic tonight, host? Topic tonight. Okay. Thank you for asking, Tomcat. Uh, the topic tonight is going to be uh, childhood shows from the 90s. And so we said ahead of time, uh, we did kind of narrow it down. We're, we didn't narrow it down. Excuse me. We're not doing just animated. We're not doing just live action. We're not doing just game shows or anything like that. We're not confining it to a certain network. This is anything that debuted during the 90s. So it, it as long as it started between 1990 and 1999, it's fine. It doesn't have to end during the 90s. Um, doesn't have to be anything wildly specific. It can be whatever you want it to be. It could still be running today, and I'm sure there are probably some things on our list that have either ended in the past few years or are still running today. So, you know, it's it's a pretty open field. Uh, when we do get going with it, we're going to start with Thomas. <laughs> we're going to start with Thomas. I forgot the order that we were going to go in. Super <laughs> proud of that. Uh, I'm going to go second, and Andrew is going to go last because he started last week. Uh, and so, Thomas, if you want to kind of just jump into it, give us give us the first one you've got on your list. And and I assume just like last week, we're probably going to go five to one, you know, build up expectation because everyone really is waiting on bated breath for Thomas Albert's number one childhood Actually, show of the 1990s. I was thinking of starting at three, working to five, and then going to one just to mix it up. <laughs> I would actually, I'd prefer that format. That that sounds better. That sounds like, like our kind of confusing. Uh, yeah, I mean, this list was, I, it was, it wasn't difficult to come up with shows. Like I have, at, since we got on, I've added two shows to my list. So I have like 30. So like, I don't know. I could have made so many combinations with this and still been happy with it. But like, yeah, the five I picked. My my credentials were how did I watch it a lot as a kid? Did I rewatch it? Could I rewatch it now happily? And uh, meme ability. How many memes do I see of it? And could I make my own memes? Sure. Answer to that one is no. But I, I, I really like that set of criteria because I right? agree that sometimes you like have extremely fond memories of a show and you go back to watch it and you're like, this is fucking horrible. Like this yep. is not good. Yeah. Um, like it's hard to watch. So I actually like that criteria a lot. 
I do I do want to pause really quickly. You said that you added two during the lead up to this episode, so you're now at 30. Andrew, did you just go with a top five, or do you have like a fully developed list of everything that was important to you during that nine-year period? No, I, I wrote down about 10, and then I kind of stopped because I was like, I have more than I need. Although I might regret doing that because this is one of those lists where there's just so many good answers that I feel like one of you, like either one of you might say uh, something that I just forgot and left off and we'll see. We'll see. But I have about 10. Gotcha. I just, I just added another. So, Oh, 31. All right. So, so Thomas definitely in the lead in terms of what he's working with. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit behind, not, not too far behind him. I got 28 uh, that I narrowed down to now 18 and, I do have a top five, but really, during the course of this pod, 18 could become number one based on how, <laughs> how I've been jumping around. <laughs> Since we said this was going to be the topic, I, had, I, I, was, I was saying before we jumped on, my number one when I woke up or when I went to sleep last night dropped out of my top five when I woke up this morning. Uh, because, you know, I pondered it. I had some dreams about it. I brushed my teeth to it this morning, and it just it just wasn't top five material. That said, that could change during the course of this pod, and I'm glad I'm not going first. In other words, these lists are consuming way too much of our lives, and let's be clear, all three of us have full-time jobs that we should be focused on, but instead we're just, like, losing sleep over this shit. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it all day. I mean, yeah, based and, on the based on the money that we're bringing in from the pod right now, I would say this is our full time job, and you know what we do otherwise is our is our side hustle. Okay, you uh, you go and believe in that. I'm gonna look <laughs> the other way. No, I, I I have such a long list, but like what I really mean is like if you if I. I I could make so many lists out of this just based off different criteria. Like I decided to keep all Nickelodeon game shows out of it. Like, because there's like legends of the temple guts. I even count figure it out. Like, and doubled air, doubled air 2000, like movie. I mean, shows I love and like probably some of my favorite as a kid, but like, it's a, such a different category. And I was just like, I need to narrow it down somehow. So like, I, you know, I have a huge list, but, yeah, I got my five. So, all right. Well, I'm excited to hear them. Yeah. So we'll start uh, number five. Um, you know, keep it simple. Uh, this is the one I would be surprised if you have. It's Tailspin. Okay. Uh, make sure you guys I, remember what Tailspin was. <laughs> so it was 1991 where it started, uh, and I remember just loving it. And like my biggest thing is, I found out today. Uh, Baloo's name was actually Baloo von Bruinwald the 13th. No, it's not. I, I mean, in the show it is. <laughs> in the show it is. But I was reading up today on the wiki. <clears throat> his family had a wealth that he inherited, and then he lost because his family didn't pay taxes for, like, decades. So that's why he was poor. <laughs> he was a trust fund baby who lost it all due to taxes. <laughs> he was a trust fund baby. He lost it all. Yeah, I swear. So... <laughs> Baloo is like what we wish Donald Trump had ended up being. Like, yeah. lost it all, ends up becoming like this cool pilot. Because I did watch <laughs> Tailspin. Like, Tailspin, that show, right? That show slapped super hard. And at one point, it was on my list. Uh, <laughs> that is a revelation. Did they reveal that in the show? Or is this like backstories uh, if you bought the children's books? <laughs> Apparently, there's <laughs> the children's books. 
there was apparently only like one episode where he mentioned this family, but yeah, I mean, but again, like just name out of that factor out of it. Like the fact that they took Baloo the bear from jungle book and used him for something else successfully pressured by itself. He's a cool bear who flies planes and uh, Rebecca his you know, on and on offense secretary girlfriend. Uh, she might be a bear, but she was an absolute Fox. I thought so, you were uh, going to say his uh, on and off against sexual partner. So I'm glad you went in the direction of secretary. But then you said it. So. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, yeah, okay. I see how that may have been a mistake. But, yeah. I mean, interspecies, like, that's cool. That's teaching kids, you know, good lessons, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. No. no. It, I mean, not, not how you're taking it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, Tail, I, I faintly remember Tailspin. Like, I don't think I have as many memories as you guys have of it. But I, yeah. I feel like I've I've watched it at your house, Thomas. Like, I do remember, like, it being on in your house. Like, That's right, more Griffin. Than, more than the average house. That's right, Griffin. Andrew and I know each other longer. What's up? That's, that, that is a true fact. I was not invited to your guys' sleepovers until we were teenagers, at which point I was invited to all of your sleepovers. I'm fine with that gonna move on uh <laughs> probably should so yeah but no tailspin's my five because i just have really fond memories of it um based on my criteria i have not tried to rewatch it so i honestly don't know um but blue the character himself is just i mean it's a vibe i can very much get behind so i support it i do really want to quick like is he supposed to be the same character from the jungle like is he like ageless I'm, i don't understand so He's based off the same. He's based off the character. Did they just but want to the reuse the, the art assets? Is that what it was? Pro- they gave him the same name and designed him the same. And made him the same. So it's like, what am I supposed to think? I do, I do want to say, if the Jungle Book was still the Jungle Book in every single other way, but instead it had Baloo <laughs> from um, Tailspin, Tailspin, and he like flew a plane and all that. That would have been the best movie make ever it better. made. I would have gone broke watching that yeah. movie. The bare necessities. You just need some jet fuel. You're good to go. And a girlfriend <laughs> of a different species. No, she's the same species. I called her a fox, as in the term for a lady who's good looking. Like oh! Like, she's attractive. I thought you were saying she was a literal fox. And with Disney animation back then, I could see that being the case. Yeah. She, she was a fox. All right, we'll move on. Number four, uh, it came out in 1999, so just barely making it. Um, Rocket Power. I, I mean, I, I could not, I could not see this list without Rocket Power on it. Uh, it made me realize both. Well, at the time, I thought it was really cool. Now I realize I was not cool because I thought Rocket Power was cool, and those kids were actually cool, and I was not like them. No, like I'm was very much more like squid than any of them and squid was not the cool one uh but yeah i mean yeah, Rock it, was it, it was more about like living vicariously uh through them their lifestyle it was amazing and it may or may not be on my list we'll have to wait and see <laughs> but I, I i do th- <laughs> do you remember that <laughs> the one episode where uh squid can't surf and he asked like and tito's like 
you can surf you just need a wide board like me or whatever and it was like basically like it was basically like, we're fat guys but like they didn't he never said that he said something about like the ancient hawaiians like said that wide boards are for like cool people or whatever but yeah i mean that's that's basically what he was saying i mean i do I think we all went to Tito for, for some life lessons growing up, much like I'm sure the generation after us went to uh, Iroh from Avatar for some for some life lessons. Tito was our Iroh. Well, I mean, Tito's in my notes because, like, he's the super cool uncle I always wanted, but he's also the super cool uncle I'm trying to now be and probably not succeeding, but I'm working on it. But yeah, I mean, it was a fun, feel-good show, like, I, they did cool stuff. It was cool characters, enjoyable time. Like, and Uncle Tito. Who wouldn't want to live that life? I still, yeah, I still go to Tito for advice. It <laughs> just happens to be, it just happens to be vodka. So. <laughs> oh, oh Sponsorship. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I could <can> tell I, <laughs> Number three, uh, 1993. It's the only live action on my list because I felt like, well, I love the show, but I felt like I need a live action. Um, and I had a couple to choose from, but I went Boy Meets World. Uh, I mean, in terms of rewatchability, at 100%. I've watched it not all the way through in a while, but like every once in a while, I'll catch an episode. And I mean, it's still good. I still laugh. Um, they still deal with some pretty real stuff, which is like looking back, like, they cover a long period of time for these characters and like, they don't shy away from some of the tougher stuff people go through. Um, so I, I, it's a show that I really enjoyed then and still now, like, you know, I think it was super well made too. And that Halloween episode where they, you know, uh, it's a dream, but like he's Sean's killing everyone. Mm -hmm. That's still, you know, still kind of scares me today, but, uh, yeah, it was just a creepy one. I want to say that episode. Isn't there like a scene with somebody with like a pencil in the middle of their head or something like that? Yeah, I think he kills. It was like Eric. it was like really weirdly aggressive for daytime yeah. TV. It was intense. That show, absolute money. Again, another show that definitely taught a lot of lessons. You know, especially to. Uh... Yeah, oh, never mind. I'm gonna stop that thought. I made enough. I made enough dad jokes in the last one, and I do want to clarify that they were dad jokes. Just jokes. So I'm not going to make a dad joke on this one. <laughs> no, that's kind of I your just, thing now. That's what people know you as. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's your thing. That, that's not great. That's not awesome for my actually genuinely great relationship with my father. Hopefully he never <laughs> listens to the pod. <laughs> and, and like it started in 93. Like so obviously when I was watching it, like I was younger than – uh, they were in the show, all of them. Corey, Sean, Topanga, who smoke. No. Um, bad take. Bad Absolutely. take. Bad. Okay. Awful yeah. Take. But, what? But that's not what. It, okay. That's not saying she's not good looking. I mean, she was fine. Like I, I'll be honest. Sure. I never, I never got the Topanga appeal. Like she was. Yeah, she was like semi hot, but. Nah. Anyway, anyway, as I got older, like you know, I caught up with her ages. So like, and like going back, like you know, it was very easily relatable. You know, maybe not the first time I watched it, but as I got older, you know. But yeah, yeah, I did all yeah. No, great show, great show. And even though we were young when it first aired, it 
it, they had reruns on ABC Family. I feel like all the time of Boy Meets World, and um, the the one thing that that show was awful at was consistency <laughs> and plot holes. <laughs> like they would just they would like <laughs> they would be in like ninth grade, and then the next season they'd be graduating <laughs> high school, and then like halfway through the next season, like Corey and Topanga would be like basically having a kid and living on their own. Yeah. Like there was like. It was it was the most ridiculous timeline ever that they fit into like I think seven seasons. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't really take away from the fact that the show is fantastic. Yeah, they covered like I said they covered a long stretch of life of the characters, but it was pretty. Uh, it wasn't like a this season was one year, this season's year. Yeah, it was very like zigzag. <laughs> See, I didn't remember that. I definitely thought that like probably because my sense of time was so not aligned with them when the show was coming out i thought yeah. that it was was pretty pretty uh consistent throughout but i guess that makes a lot of sense because there's no way that it was on as long as i thought it was on well i'm pretty sure because I, mean, I did look it up because it was a potential inclusion from my list i think they were on for like seven seasons and in my head they were on for like 16 years so there's a disparity I think, there i think the reason it feels that way is because like it started when we the year Andrew and I were born, you were one. Mm-hmm. Like, so by the time you were watching it, it was probably finishing. Yeah. But you didn't realize that. And like, you said, like, it was always on anyway. Yeah. I mean, it also, like, I feel like it, 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 um, I, I also feel like it became super popular in the last like two or three seasons. Like when they had the group of like Jack and Rachel and Angela, like as part of the main cast, mm-hmm. the first half of the show, I feel like was like almost like obviously like more of a kid show and more of like a, a show about going to school and like having, you know, those types of coming of age problems. But then it became more of like a definitely like an adolescent type friend group show, almost like friends. Well, it's it turned into to much more of an actual comedy. Like early on, like the, there was like comedic things that happened, but it was it was like growing pains and all that other stuff that was on back then. Like it was humorous, but it wasn't like laugh out loud funny. And then yeah, like you said, uh, with Eric and and Sean and everybody else, and just like the hijinks basically that they got into, it became a much funnier show, especially when they were in college. Which is something like I also like. I really didn't consider that before, but like it's a reason I would put something on my list is that it evolved. Like it, it did what it needed. And like, that's my thing. Like it grew with its audience, but, it, and like my younger sister, she used to get the DVDs of it. Shout out. She's going to watch. She used to get the DVDs of it, but like, she wasn't even, a, she wasn't even conceived when it aired. I mean, so it's, like, it it's a great pick. Stirred. It's a great show. It's a great pick. I, I, I think this could fall in anybody's top five. Like legitimately anybody's top five, and it's a great pick. Uh, so number two, moving on, uh, Rugrats. Uh, Rugrats was was mine. I mean, it was my thing. I I wanted to be Tommy, even though he was a baby, and I was no longer a baby. I wanted to be Tommy, uh, and I still to this day think those those kids in general probably smarter and more prepared for life than I am now. But I mean, I like. It had everything. It had it had everything. It had the wacky parents, you know, the crazy grandpa, the super cool Reptar car. I, you know, I had, I got nothing bad against Rugrats. Nothing. No negatives. I mean, it's another it's another classically great pick. It was a 
perfect show. Basically a perfect show. I mean, like, even, like, the Rugrats, like, movies and, like, specials that they did. Like, the, the Hanukkah special that they have. So good. And people are always yeah. like, that's, like, the only way I know anything about Hanukkah. And I'm like, that's the only way I know anything about Hanukkah. Like, that's fine. <laughs> I'm cool with that. It's a great episode. It's It's really really good and i was really torn on whether it was going to make my top five and it ended up not making my top five but um but i will say it's like it was probably the best show for for like imagination like i i really love like the premise of the show that that you would just like see everything from the baby's point of view and it would be like a toilet and they would like think it's like a castle or something it was it was a really good idea for a show uh, it's why I like your shirt so much because the main character I can see is Reptar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, like it was, it was probably my go-to. Honestly, I mean, as far as Nickelodeon goes, like especially when I was real young. But it also, I mean, like you mentioned the movies, Griffin. One of my favorite video games was for N64, and it was Rugrats in Paris Mini Golf. Yep. Um, Played a lot. It of was. It. Yeah, I did too until. It disappeared uh, because I didn't want my sister being better than me at it, so I hid it from her because I got angry. And to this day, has not been found by anyone, <laughs> including me. I don't know. I don't know where I hid it. <laughs> That's I, what Spite will do to you. It's it's gone. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I mean it 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 branched out into other media's. I mean, still movie, but video games. And then I mean, they did that all grown up show, which really wasn't that bad. Um, but yeah, Rugrats, I mean, it, it was phenomenal. Great stuff all around. Uh, and number one, I mean, I couldn't not do it. 1992 to 1995, back again in 96, back again in 97. Uh, the Adventures of Batman. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to pause for that. To, just sink in. To confirm, <clears throat> is The Adventures of Batman the same as Batman the Animated Series? Yeah, so... <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm not saying that it was on my list, but... <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't on my list. Um, it's my absolute... Like, it's my favorite show. I, I've We've watched it recently. Um, I mean, it's... It's phenomenal. I mean, the writing for back then... I mean, not even back then. The writing for this kind of show for kids was like... It was great. It was funny. It was dramatic. And uh, I mean, I, I like I said, I still watch it, and the memes that I see from it now, even better. So I mean, and Batman's obviously my—I mean, not obviously you guys know Batman's my favorite. So it really started with this show. Yeah, Batman's kind of a bad bitch. <sighs> I can't wait to replace you. Get over your dead parents. <laughs> You're like forty-five. Stop taking kids off the I'm not, street. I'm not Stop saying taking it kids makes off sense. the street. I'm not talking to you anymore, Thomas. I'm talking to Batman. I'm talking to Bruce Wayne. If you listen to this pod, because I've clearly convinced myself that you're real, get over your dead parents, you fucking weirdo. You told Clark Kent kids- lost his entire planet. And do you see him brooding through the night in spandex? Yeah fucking taking kids off the street and then turning them into vigilantes? No, because that's crazy. You're crazy. Would you rather him leave them on the street? Yeah, honestly, honestly, the street. do I would I prefer that he leave them on the street? Yes. Let them you're, scrape you're their fool. way to the top on their own, okay? You know, yeah, that's how yeah. legends are made. Cuz you 
you never wanted to be Robin. Okay. No, I think people, a, people would argue Tom. that I am Robin. Uh, but that's just because of my fashion choices. Um, I was always more of a Nightwing guy myself. I wanted long he was Robin. black hair. Yeah, no, but I didn't want to be Robin. I wanted to be Nightwing. There's a difference between those two things. You know who's emotionally healthy? Nightwing. You know who's emotionally healthy? Not Bruce Wayne. I see real. And, not, and not Griffin. And not Griffin. Okay, so we agree that I'm also kind of the Batman of the group. You know, oh, I take God. back everything I said, and Batman's but, the best. But you're like the Alfred of the group, all right? And like that's not even an insult, but that's like, such that's a fact. compliment. That's the nicest thing you've said to me in our friendship. <laughs> you can rock the tux, just not the tights. Well, Griffin's weird uh, Superman versus Batman shit aside, uh, it's a great show. The only reason I don't have it on my list is because I didn't really dis- – it's not that I didn't discover the show till later, but I don't think I appreciated the show till later. Yeah. Like, as a kid, I didn't really watch that show to – I mean, like, I would, like, flip through and see it, but, like, not, not to the extent that I enjoyed it later in life. Um, so – for that reason, I didn't include it. I am glad that you mentioned the memes because I was about to say that was one of your criteria and I hadn't heard anything about memes for any of these shows on your list, but <laughs> it seems like that was like a, a top heavy criteria. So that's the thing. Like Batman's the one where I currently see the most, but like I can see Rugrats. I've seen Rugrats and Rocket Power. Like Rugrats and Rocket Power, I consider very memeable. Um, Boy Meets World, I mean, I, not necessarily so much. Tailspin, I'd... I don't think Tailspin was all that popular. Like, I don't remember it being super popular. That's why, like, I didn't think anyone else would have it, honestly. Like, I just don't remember it being a big thing. I think there's potential here for us to make Tailspin memes into a real thing on the internet. I think <laughs> we, should let our, back. We, we should not let our dreams <laughs> be dreams. We should have Jungle Book and Tailspin memes intersection, baby. Let's go. I think Tailspin should spin on back into our life. Why are you making oh, so many puns? Where's this coming from? I feel like that's my first one. Andrew's made all of the ones today. You're right. I do confuse you too often. I made, I made a few, but I think it was on the, the Patreon content before we started recording. <laughs> Sign up for a Patreon. It doesn't exist, but uh, you know, maybe one day I will... Uh... No, I probably won't. I probably won't ever make a Patreon. Probably not. <laughs> Again, uh, follow me on OnlyFans. Fuck. Andrew, <laughs> is Griffin freezing for you too, or is that just me? No, just you. He seems fine. Okay, cool. All right, let's go on. <laughs> Who's next? Yeah, I, My, I, uh, I would say Thomas is freezing for, for me, but I think it's just, you know. Yeah. By the way, I made this list with the thought that it seemed like more people did not enjoy my list than yours last week. Um, so I did keep that in mind where I was like, you know what? I'm a not playing to the masses, but like maybe looking at the masses a little bit. I was just going to say, I like this list of yours much more than, uh, than your list from uh, a cu- the first episode. That's because you're a sheep. I think, I, th- I think you, <laughs> I mean, that is, that is true. I do. No, wear that means outside. you're a sheep. Uh, <laughs> I thought we had agreed after the fact that you were basically like, like that's you as a person. You're like not a play to the crowd kind of guy. And you tell us on episode two, that to a degree, now you're playing to the crowd. You have. I know. I'm looking. You to have the crowd. abandoned I'm your looking. principles so quickly. I'm uh, no. I'm looking to the crowd just to see, make sure they're watching. You. Are, nah, you are about as corrupt as they come. Guys, 
I'm a fucking seesaw, alright? I go up and down. We know this. I don't... I don't like that reference. I don't want to think of you as a seesaw. Okay. (laughs) I'm just... I just want you to know that. That's just just me saying it. Alright. Thanks. Uh, Your top five. Go through them again real quick. I just need a reminder. I know Rugrats Uh, was on there. I do remember that. Five, Tailspin. Four, Rocket Power. Three, Boy Meets World. Two, Rugrats. One Batman. So that goes one Batman, two Rugrats, three Boy Meets World, four Rocket Power, five Tailspring, six Partridges in a Pear Tree. I thought you were going to go your uh, <laughs> three to five and then one to two order. So I'm glad you chose not to do that weird erratic uh, uh, thing. It makes sense. All right, moving on. <laughs> Uh, I need to pause this for a second and stop the recording because now this is happening. <laughs> is he not our third host? Actually, I think I can pause. All right, moving on to my list. Um, Thomas, good list all around. Don't love that you played to the crowd or that you. Sorry, you didn't play to the crowd. You looked to the crowd. You looked to the crowd. Let's get the terminology correct. I know, I know. Um, but hey, you do you, man. They're not my values that I'm abandoning. They're yours. Um, okay so- yeah <laughs> you want to look at your list from last last episode my list from last episode was clearly great i wasn't looking to the crowd i just know what the crowd wants because the crowd wants me you had star wars on there because you're like it's always on yeah also star wars is my favorite i have a literal star wars tattoo oh god dude episode two leave your shirt on <laughs> I was hey, you got that tattoo five. for the crowd you got that tattoo for people to like you. You're That's always true. playing to the crowd. If I had gotten it just for me, I would have gotten it like inside my lip. Um, yes. So moving on to my Whoa. childhood shows of the 90s. The first one on my list, number five. And honestly, this could be anywhere from two to two to five. It's just definitely not number one. See, is... I might not have values, but I make decisions. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a decisive guy. I love everything that's on my list. I love it without fail. Uh, The number one, or number five, excuse me, thing on my list is Disney's Recess. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't have a criteria the way that Thomas did. I don't like rank things on a scale of one to 10 in 17 different categories. Disney's Recess is just a fantastic show, fantastic cast of characters where probably one of the first shows that i watched where i was like yeah i want to be these characters i want to scheme i want to plot i want to come up with interesting adventures with my friends and i want there to be some sort of payoff at the end of them <laughs> recess recess basically taught us about like black market entrepreneurship and side hustles um and i gained a lot of good lessons from that show like you gained good lessons from boy meets world about like loving your family and like having good relationships recess basically taught me that if i ever wanted to be a drug dealer i could probably be successful at it <laughs> like they're they're That's basically elementary school drug dealers and it's a perfect show i can see the characters on that show ignoring like the racial aspect of it i could see the characters on that show turning into the characters from always sunny and that's like my favorite show of all time that's a good point. Yeah, they're just they're they're schemers, they're manipulators. I feel like Andrew's gearing up for a reason why it's not a good pick, but I love it. Yeah, Thomas, I I was gonna let you go first if you have anything to add, um, because I have a hot take that I'm about to throw oh, at you. Well, then uh, let me go because uh, 
Sorry. Because uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get angry, and I want to say this before I get angry. Uh, I agree, Griffin. It's on my long list. It also has a great movie. Um, and also, if it wasn't for Corona, I was going to be TJ for Halloween. Because, like, TJ was fucking awesome. Uh, really, really quick, because it has been a long time since I've watched it. TJ was the leader, or TJ's the fat one? I mean, oh, come on. I think come that's on. a reasonable question. I'm not sure what look you're going for. It's... It's on your list, and that's the main character. I Are you kidding you. me? TJ's, TJ's yeah, the main what? Yeah, okay, right, right, okay. TJ's the one that grows up to be Dennis Reynolds. Yeah, I'm TJ. I got it. I just... Uh, also, like, it was Ocean's Eleven for Ocean's Eleven. Because it taught you how to steal, but also, like, keep it in the family. Be a family. Yeah, do it with honor. Uh, do it with dignity. Now, let's hear, you know, number three's terrible take on this. Uh, don't call me number three. And also, my 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 terrible take on this, my hot take, it's not terrible, is uh, very simply, fuck Disney's recess. How do we hang uh, up on don't, Andrew? Don't, don't ask me for reasons. I just don't like that show. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's funny. I don't think their schemes are good. I don't like anything about it. I truly hate it with every fiber of my being. If I saw it on... on <laughs> This is the hill I'm dying on. If Andrew. I saw this show on TV, I would flip it to an infomercial. I would watch that guy who sold magic bullets on TV over this. <laughs> because that that was a great infomercial, by the way. We should do a list of infomercials. If, but it, I, so, I, would, I would rather watch anything than this show. If, if so, Disney's Recess was an orphan and you were Bruce Wayne, you would not take it off the street is what you're saying. Correct. So, Andrew. Correct. I feel like this is because you went to that smart elementary school where for recess you probably did homework. And I'm sorry that it hurt you and damaged you so badly. I'm sorry. Recess is just the worst subject of the day. I'm sorry. You're a fucking square. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love real recess. I hate Disney's recess. Well, you're 27, so you shouldn't. I can't wait to hear your list that's just bad. That's it. That's all. Yeah, I'll tell that, you what, Andrew. Andrew's, Andrew's list is is going to be SpongeBob five times because he's a bad person with bad takes. Bad takes. I also don't know what decade SpongeBob came out in because here's a fun fact: uh, SpongeBob not on my list. It is in the '90s, also not on my list. Hell yeah! It was either '98 or '99. TJ Bros, uh, man, let's go. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't know who TJ is. You don't know who TJ is. <laughs> You don't know who just, TJ is. That just proves it. That proves We're it. We're moving on to number four. You don't even remember which characters win. I want to be angry at Andrew, but yeah, yeah. We're moving on to number four. Men in Black, the animated series, is number four on my list. And that's, that's out of left field for me, to be honest. I, 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 I feel like love it's going to be yeah. out of left field for a lot of people, and I think I may have just screwed myself out of even a second place finish. Um,. <laughs> And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know why? Because I don't look to the crowd. <laughs> uh, okay, OnlyFans. Here's 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 the reality, and I, I do want to be fully honest about this. About 15 minutes ago, Men in Black, the animated, or uh, excuse me, uh, Batman, the animated series, was number four on my list. Men in Black, the animated series, was number six on my list. And much like I said with Recess, it really could have found its way anywhere. Men in Black, the animated series, could have been really anywhere like four through six and once batman was taken 
And honestly, once once I heard Andrew's opinion on Batman about how he said it wasn't as big for him as a kid as it was as an adult, I kind of reevaluated during that conversation about it how I feel about Batman the Animated Series, and I, I have the same take. Batman the Animated Series I revisited in my teen years and continue to revisit because it's such a well-done series, but it wasn't huge for me when I was a kid. The one that was huge for me when I was a kid was Batman Beyond, and I don't know what year it came out, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't before 2000. And I, I, I could be wrong about that, but I went into this not thinking that it was before 2000, so it would be... I'm saying 99, by the way. Go on. It, it might have been 99. It honestly may have been 99. Um, but I didn't think of it as like a 90s show, so I didn't want to put it on my list. So I went with Men in Black animated series. I think the show doesn't at all get the respect that it's due. Like, it's super creative. It's got a fantastic cast of characters. It's got a super uh, non-traditional art style. And it's just like a, it's like a fun, weird, just kind of bizarre show that, you know, followed up, I think, probably a lot of people, one of their, like, favorite Will Smith movies ever. And, and one of the better sci-fi movies of that entire generation. I love Men in Black. And the show... I, I didn't miss an episode the entire, I think it was like four years. I didn't miss a single episode every week that it was on. I loved it. Um, and so, yeah, Men in Black animated series, number four. If you haven't watched it, since I know it definitely was not as popular as a lot of stuff, I would recommend that. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but, I mean, you have computers. Go steal it. Uh, first off, I was going to get angry at you because – you question my values, but then you change your list based off my list. But then you talked about how you revisited Batman, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I feel the same about Men in Black, though. Like, I feel like I really didn't appreciate it when I was a kid, but I saw it later on. It is a phenomenal show. Like, I, I had didn't even come to my mind, though. So, I, I so it's, a, it's a good pick. Yeah, unfortunately, I haven't seen it. I, I love the movie, obviously. Haven't seen the show. But one thing I can say with confidence is I'm glad you put it ahead of Disney's Recess because fuck Disney's Recess. (laughs) Fuck you. Is this this what you're going to be? Are you just going to be the fuck Disney's Recess guy? Because that's a really narrow bottle to put yourself in. It's a weird thing to hate. It's such a weird Uh, thing to hate. Especially for a guy that loves schemes and loves ensembles. Batman Beyond was 1999 to 2001, by the way. I looked it up. Online. Yeah, that's that's another thing about Batman Beyond. Fantastic show. Didn't have a long enough run. Straight no. up. Oh, Definitely deserve more years. Yeah. Bring it uh, back. Yeah. WB. Agree. Bring it back. Uh, I'm going to move on to number three. Uh, number three, I'm going to get a little bit younger with it. Get a, get a little bit more educational with it. Staying in the animated realm, I'm going Magic School Bus. <sighs> yeah. I... I thought about it. I don't. I can't recall a time ever watching it not in school. So I said, "Fuck that." I don't like school. I like recess. <laughs> so Magic School Bus is like if their lives in school were recess all the time, but also like, it, like it was educational. But like, I never went into an episode of Magic School Bus being like, "I'm watching this because it's like something that we also watch at school when our science teachers don't want to teach us," or in some cases, yeah. we're like. Our history teachers don't want to teach us. <laughs> it's it, like it's just a fun, weird, crazy show, and Miss Frizzle was a badass. And I always wished any of my teachers would be anything like her. Um, clearly, none of them had transforming 
school buses, so their options were kind of limited. But like, I'd rather learn from inside of a molecule than from a desk. So Magic School Bus, number three for me. It's a great show. Uh, again, yeah. I feel like it's aged really well. Like it's always gonna be, I'm sure they probably still show it to kids in science class, even though it came out almost 30 years ago at this point. Yeah, I I get what you're saying, Thomas, about how you don't really have too many memories of watching it at home. It's basically from, it's like a school show. That's kind of the reason why I love it. And I love this pick is because I feel like those are great memories of those days when the teacher did not feel like teaching and would just roll out the big ass TV with the VCR or whatever and put on either Bill Nye or Magic School Bus or whatever. I feel like that gives it a leg up. So I like this pick. I thought you were going to end that with, uh, also, it's not Disney's recess. Fuck Disney's recess. Uh, no, I... I, th- I think I think I, th- I think the joke is dead. I think I think, I think Andrew's making there, up but... for the fact that you you called him out on going to a smart kid school. <laughs> he might he might change his opinion later and be like, "I've always loved recess. Recess was my I... favorite subject at my dumb kid school that you guys went to." I I like the pick. I do. I just like yeah. The, like I, the reason I couldn't do it was because I was like, I don't remember. Like I loved watching it, but I don't remember like sitting down to watch it at my house, like excited. Like, and I also, I like, I feel like I learned stuff from Bill Nye. I don't think I actually ever learned anything from Magic School Bus, but it means a great show. And there was a TikTok recently because I'm hip, I'm young, I watch TikToks. I mean, I don't, but like, I see them. You're aware uh, of what was, they are. Yeah, and I don't know if this is something this guy does often, but it was like trying to lift the same as characters and shows and it was miss frizzle and she was benching like five thousand pounds she's the <laughs> like, goat dude something insane but she's yeah the goat. That, that was recent so no it's it's a good pick all right i appreciate both of you saying it's a good pick that's wildly unexpected honestly uh moving on to number two this is the only live action one i've got on my list i've got the fresh prince of bel-air and this is the only one that I did really go through and confirm when it started. I think it started September of 1990. I was a little bit nervous because it's like so clearly at the beginning, it's like the tail end of 80s fashion, um, which is, I guess, also now 2020s fashion based off of what's popular again. Uh, and I was I was a little bit nervous that it did start in the late 80s because Fresh Prince is, A, one of the coolest shows ever, but B, like one of my favorite shows growing up and i think a lot again a lot of people's favorite shows growing up um but it was like it was just so much cooler than anything else that was on tv will smith for obvious reasons and i just realized that i basically have him on here twice yeah i didn't even think about that clearly will smith very influential in my life top five will smith movies coming soon uh it's it's just a cool show like like Boy Meets World, and it kind of falls in the same like style of show as like a Boy Meets World or something like that. But it has so much more just dopeness to it, and and like the the aesthetics of it, the music of it, the characters on it, very cool. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't have a bad word to say about Fresh Prince, and it's another one like on here that. I loved it when I was a kid and I can rewatch an episode of Fresh Prince now and still love it just as much as I did when I was seven. 
if not more. Yeah, it, it, it's a great show. It's just it's just one of those shows that I feel like all of us were a little bit young to be the target audience when it first came out. So obviously most of my memories of it are in reruns, which nothing wrong with that. That doesn't disqualify it from this list or anything. Sure. But I just didn't include it on mine for that reason because I definitely didn't get into it until much later. Yeah, I I definitely watched it when I was young, but I probably watched it the most you know, like preteen teen, like I probably watched it the most actually in the 2000s or the nineties. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, not a bad word to say about it. Like I, I watched episodes not long ago, like still almost always on in the mornings on something if, you know, I'm around a TV, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a phenomenal show. You can, you can just kind of get lost in real easily. Yeah. It's one of those shows that I probably watch as much at like six or seven as I did at 17 and again mm-hmm. at like 25. Like it's just like a comfort show and uh, there's not a bad episode yeah. in the bunch. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did fall asleep to it a lot in college because yeah. it was on, uh, I think, Nick, Nick at Night uh, in those years. So I would always like fall asleep to it and then wake up three hours later to George Lopez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He does seem uh, like he'd be like the midnight crowd. Did Will Smith, yeah, he was. Did Will Smith actually voice in, in the show? I don't think so. I don't remember. Uh, I'm almost positive they didn't, and I am. I feel like he didn't, but I, I don't can't. Know I sure. can't imagine he did. I mean, it was on for it's... like four seasons, and he would have. I mean, that would have been very costly for a show that I do not think was rocking with that kind of budget, especially Will Smith yeah. at that point. Like that was when he was like the superstar. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. He probably didn't. But yeah, no, when I, I was I would, a kid. I, I had no way not. of differentiating. No. So, no. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Fresh branch. Good pick. Appreciate it. Number one. Not as good as my list, but <laughs> <clears throat> number one. Number one. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if neither of you even considered. Um, or it could be on both your lists. I don't know. Well, obviously not on yours, Thomas. But it could be. It could be within your top thirty-one. Uh, number one <laughs> for me is Dragon Ball Z. Uh, yeah, like I said, I th- thought that was the reaction I was going to get for it. Um, I don't even think I really need to go into why Dragon Ball Z is arguably the coolest show ever created. But to just give an example for it, there's like a 13-episode run where Goku goes from beginning to fight Frieza to when he transforms into a Super Saiyan where almost nothing happens and people tuned in every single week like it was a heroin drip. Like, it was literally four months from the start of the fight to when we got to see him go Super Saiyan, but it just got increasingly cooler and cooler and cooler that there was no way we were not locked in for the entire ride. And that's, that's totally discounting everything that came before it and all the dope stuff that came after it with like the cell games and all that. Like it was just, it just, it was a cool show. Everything about it was cool. Um, and huge anime nerd, never going to not be proud of my anime nerdum. It's one of the shows that introduced me to anime that and like Pokemon and a couple other things, but it was like the first big fighter anime that I was like super into and it, it defined the genre for the past 30 years. It's just the fucking coolest show. And if you say you didn't pretend to go super Saiyan when you were like seven years old, you're a fucking liar. 
Okay, first off, uh, from everything I heard there, you only picked it because the masses watched it. So, you know, whatever. Uh, but also, <laughs> I didn't pretend to go Super Saiyan when I was seven because I didn't watch. And looking back, I don't know why I never got into it. Like, it seems right up my alley. So I I blame my sisters for just controlling the remote control. But I just, I never, I never got into it, like, to this day. So, I mean, I, I don't really have, I don't have anything bad to say about it. It's just, it was not my show. You're not dead, so you still got time. Fair. I will say, in comparison so, to a lot of things on my list, though, Dragon Ball Z has not aged as gracefully as a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Because now time is so much more valuable than it is when you're seven years old and you do not want to spend four hours of content waiting for one cool thing to happen. Like, you know yeah. it's filler. Now you're aware of what filler is in a TV show. Right. Um, uh, yeah, out of out of the 10 picks so far, Thomas, you're five, and Griffin, you're five. Up until this point, I, I wasn't, like, upset that I f- forgot, like, to include any of those on my list, except for this one. I, I'm a little upset that I didn't think about it. I don't know if it would have made my top five, but it would have been damn close. If not, I did love Dragon Ball Z. I, um, I, I get what you're saying, Griffin, about like there were like the, the Frieza saga, the Majin Buu saga, like they literally took like months and months and nothing happened. But it was just one of those things when you're a kid, you didn't really care. You just like tuned in. I remember talking to like kids in elementary school that I was not even like friends with about dragon ball z because like everyone was just that into it so a little disappointed in myself for not thinking of it but when it it wasn't like my it would never be like number one on my list but it would have been pushing the top five if i had thought about it can i be honest i've known you for 27 years i didn't know that i didn't know you were a fan that big of a fan of it well, I, it was, you it was like it was like talk to honestly it it was like it was like a brief probably year and a half period in elementary school where i was like really into dragon ball z it wasn't like a long period of my life or anything probably when you went to the smart school it might have been it might have been yeah yeah that's that's probably what it was all the smart kids watch dragon ball z other other kids were going out to recess and he was like no i don't fuck with recess i'm gonna go watch dragon ball z That sounds like exactly something you would do, Griffin. That sounds like if someone said that's what one of us did as a kid, everyone would bet it was you. Okay, well, first off, rude. Second off, almost definitely something that did happen when I was a kid. Probably more likely that I left recess to go, like, read a book because I was a fucking nerd. Uh, Hey, kids, reading is cool. Keep doing it. Reading is cool. Uh, But also don't listen to it. Also, no, that's my top five picks. And if yeah. you didn't catch them, number five, Recess. Four, Men in Black. Three, Magic School Bus. Two, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And number one, the greatest show of all time, Dragon Ball Z. That's a statement and a half. It was. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I believe that statement, but I'm, I'm putting my name on it. You know, it's going to be on the pod. It's out there. It is out there. Uh, I mean, look at looking at, before I, before I get started. I like looking at your two lists. I'm just thinking about how it's going to do on Instagram and social media. Like like between you're the worried two that you. Andrew's. Gonna, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean for your for your battle for second place, like how how you guys are going to fare. And I feel like it's it's pretty close. It's it's kind of neck and neck from what I at least from my opinion. So, I thought you were going to say that you you worried how sad Griffin going to be when no one likes his. And then you felt pretty good about your second 
place finish at this point. So <laughs> can can no. we acknowledge? Can we acknowledge before Andrew moves on with his list that I was the definitive winner of week one? Definitive. 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 Yes. Definitive? Yeah. Based no. off the public. No. Based off based off the votes that came in. Based on the votes that we received in YouTube comments, on Twitter, on Allie Instagram. Did. I will, but I don't think you want to see how that's going to go. I want to see if you'll do it. All right. Well, no matter what, Thomas got last, but I'm pretty confident I got first. (laughs) When do we cut off the uh, voting? Oh, we cut off the voting. Yeah, we need a... About 10 minutes ago. Not 10 minutes ago. We started this pod 10 minutes ago. We cut off the voting an hour ago when we started this pod. Mm. I want to recount. Run off. All right, Donald. This hasn't been put... It hasn't been posted yet. Once this one gets posted, then the, the count from the last one stops. All right, that's fair. Thomas is about to go make a lot of Gmail accounts so he can probably <laughs> have a lot of time. I was just going to say, go make a lot of big accounts. Yep. Yeah. Good old <laughs> Catfish Albert. That's what they call him. No. That's not what they call me. It's lobster, you fool. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, moving on. Moving on. Okay. Uh, my number five. I'm just gonna get right into it. My number five. I'm I'm surpri- I'm surprised that neither of you have this on there. Uh, classic Nickelodeon show. Hey Arnold. And I was expecting this to be an overlap uh, with at least one of you and maybe both of you, but that's okay. Uh, I'll I'll take I'll take a win if I can get it. Um, but I just think Hey Arnold, great show. Uh, Thomas, you talked about like badass. Uh, grandparents or like a not badass but a, a, a funny grandpa in Rugrats cool. and I think yeah exactly like there's no more badass grandparents than in Hey Arnold that is a hundred percent just true I, th- I feel like all the people that lived in their what was it like a boarding house or something were fun characters Arnold's bedroom was still remains the coolest bedroom in the history of the world to this day uh <laughs> The the neighborhood kids also I thought were great characters. Gerald, fantastic character, uh, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know. If you guys have explanations for yourself why this didn't make either of your list? Uh, no, I mean, it, hey, hey Arnold, yeah, it, Hey Arnold could take probably four or five spots for me. I I put Rugrats and Batman above it, and Boy Mentor because it's live action. But no, Hey Arnold could have been Rocket Power or Tailspin for me. I, it's one of my favorite childhood shows. Um, but back to his bedroom, like financially from a business perspective, it makes no sense to give that bedroom to your grandkid who's not paying rent. Why would you give him that room? You hope right. that he grows. You up could charge a lot for the rent. penthouse suite. Yeah. And like and also like I guess when you're kids it's kind of cute, but like realistically, Helga should be like in jail or like institutionalized. Yo, straight up. Andrew wanted a reason why it's not on my list because A, I think that show sucks shit and B, because Helga is going to grow up to be a date rapist. Like, she's the worst. She legitimately, and the show might have been fine. Helga is an example of a character who is so awful and in so much of the content that it makes me not like the content. Like, I do not have, she has no redeeming qualities. And maybe if I watched it now, I'd be like, oh, it's funny. She's going to also grow up to be like D. Reynolds from Always Sunny. But back then, <laughs> I fucking loathed her, and I had no interest in watching that show. I don't think I've seen more than 10 episodes of Hey Arnold, and I disliked most of them. I've seen, like, Stoop Kid, 
because it's iconic, but like largely outside of that, I couldn't name a single episode from that show. So, I mean, I agree. Helga, really not a great character, like looking back, but like at the time, it definitely didn't stop me. Yeah, it didn't stop her. Yeah, it didn't stop me. Yeah, yikes. It's, yeah, she she was, she was, if you notice, I did not mention her at all. She's definitely not my favorite character. (laughs) I could have done without her in the show. I could have done without the weird dumb wad of Arnold in her closet and all that. Uh, But I kind of, I kind of just took, took the good out of this show, which to me is every other part of it and, uh, and put it right in there in my top five. Andrew, let me tell you, I will not be using my burner accounts to vote for you on this one. I just hey, you haven't heard my top four yet. That's true. I just, Actually, I can I promise you will you will not be voting for me. I I know this already. It's just it's funny that you both had number fives and then you both have bad takes on the others. Number five. And <laughs> That's true. We yeah. were really aggressive about our number fives, which is the one that we should probably be like the least aggressive about because yeah. it clearly mattered well, the least. You called one character a date rapist and said she ruined the show, and Andrew straight up said. Fuck Disney's recess. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so I mean, at least I backed it up with objective facts. I, I, I wouldn't say someone's going to grow up to be something an objective fact, but yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on. Yeah, dude, you're fake news. So. As as, sh- as shitty as Helga was, I feel like Arnold was a great soul. He he, his good outweighed her bad. That's he, I will say he's a really lovable After, main character. I did always want to. Uh, get in a fight and then do the don't hit me I'm crazy that he did and see if it works because I like, that was one of my favorite things yeah. from the show like one of my favorite things from the show probably one of my favorite yeah. scenes from my childhood Griffin do you understand this reference no because you're a loser sure do not smart schools I didn't go to one number we know there, my sister number four <laughs> it shows Number four on my list is kind of a curveball. Keenan and Kel. I love Keenan and Kel. It's uh, it, I just think it, it's one of two, one of two live actions that made it on my list. And I was kind of deciding whether I wanted Keenan and Kel or all that to make my top five. And the more I thought about it, and like, I have gone back and watched both these shows semi recently. All that is. A little cringy. It's very like stupid kid humor. So like at the time, I loved it, but I feel like even though they're both a little cringy, at this age or even like ten years ago, I would have rather gone back and watched Keenan and Kel. Uh, I just feel like the dichotomy between you know it's it's the classic Abbott and Costello like Keenan and Kel work great together. I was waiting for years for their reunion. Eventually, I think they did like a skit on Jimmy Fallon a few years back. Um. I actually met Kel randomly in DC. Griffin, I don't know. I, or both, both of you, were you guys here for? It was the crawl, uh, right? It was the nineties bar crawl. It was the nineties bar crawl in DC. Yeah, and, I wasn't and, there. For and, that. They, and they booked Kel Mitchell to come and sit and take pictures of people. I was so in the I just bar, saw but him. I never went over there. Yeah, I saw him from the front page. Cost. Just can't like, imagine it would have cost that much. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not that much, uh, but I, you know, I just I really like that show. I feel like it, it's. It wasn't underrated at the time. I feel like it's now become underrated because people have forgotten about it. I Both of these were on my major list and my original top five, all that was in it. Keenan and Kel, I didn't do it for like the same reason we talked about other stuff. Is like I don't think I appreciated it. 
I don't think I enjoyed it at the time as much as I did later on. But I do agree, like, if I were to watch him now, I'd prefer Keaton Kelly. Like, I loved all that back then. And, like, I loved the Amanda show. But, like, of those, yeah, Keenan and Kel is probably something I'd prefer to watch. And great use of the work uh, di- dichotomy. I don't have to think about what that means at all. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, I think you're right. I do think it's – and maybe it's just us, but, like, generally I feel like it is underappreciated for what it was. Plus, Coolio did the intro. I was just about to say that. The, <laughs> uh, probably the best intro – on out of anyone's list so far, I feel we'll have to make another list, a follow up list based Batman. based on based on Thomas's one of his criteria of meme ability. I think Keenan and Kel would probably get a lot of play just because of Good Burger. Um, I will say I completely forgot about Keenan and Kel being like its own show. I did have all that 16th on my list, so it did make my top 16. Uh, but Keenan and Kel probably a little bit better than that. Wasn't Good Burger like originally from all that though? I or think so, but then obviously they like. I, I think it's. I think. I mean, I think pretty much all their stuff spun off from that. But I think it was while they were still on all that. I mean, they also made the Good Burger movie, so right, which is not as good as the Good Burger skits. No, no, God it's no. like when SNL tries to make a movie like Night of the Roxbury. It's better as like a three-minute skit. We didn't need an hour and a half of this. Yeah. I would argue yeah. you could probably describe our podcast the same way, but you know, let's not let's not get into <laughs> semantics here. Yeah, just just post our list on Instagram and get it over with. Yeah, let's I think just that's keep it moving. Think. I on a side note though, speaking of SNL, it is wild that Keenan Thompson is still on SNL after what like he's going to take over sixteen years. It's going to be either him or Tina Fey. Yeah, he's going to take over. I didn't realize till recently like how long it like it didn't hit me that it's been so long that he's been on it. Like it's been forever. I think he yeah. only had like a very brief pause in between Keenan and Kel and SNL, and he, like he's been a cast mainstay. And they like, I mean, they still obviously utilize him a lot, and he's still probably only because he was a child actor. He's what probably early forties at the oldest. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's probably got like he's been famous for a long time. Us, yeah, like Mighty Ducks and all that. He's 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 been on top of the world for a while. Yeah. He finds a, a way to be really funny with his delivery when he's doing impressions, even though his impressions never sound like the person. His, they just his sound impressions like impressions are awful, but, but like hilarious. But he's still fine. It's still like the way that he delivers them is. He's just charismatic. Funny. He's just yeah. He he's got a he's got the it factor. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then the next two on my list. Unfortunately, there's some overlap. Number three is Rocket Power. Sorry, go ahead, Thomas. 42. What? Keenan Thompson, 42. Go on. 42. Early 40s. 42 years old. Okay. Doesn't yeah. look a day over okay. 39. <laughs> Same Number three point. is Rocket Power. I couldn't not include Rocket Power. I agree that it's it was just a matter of like living vicariously their lifestyle through them. I still kind of dream of it. I still kind of dream of living at the beach and surfing all day and not so much skateboarding, but as a kid, that was cool. Now it's more about the surfing to me. Uh, <laughs> you sure? But, yeah, I just, I just want to shred the gnar. Uh, so yeah, just we we kind of went over Rocket Power already. No, I, yeah, I mean it you, was a cool show. You don't have mind. to defend Rocket Power as a pick. It's in your top five. It's in Thomas's top five. It's in my top twelve, uh, uh, and it could very easily be a top tenner for me. 
if I spent more time thinking about it. Like it's it's a great pick. It's it's a universally like show. I mean, they were the coolest. Yeah. Yeah. And then number two, like I said, also a bit of overlap in my other live action, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World also was always going to make my list. It was just a matter of where. And I ended up moving it all the way up to the two spot. I, I think I started with it at like five. And the more I thought about it, I was like, this to me, out of any of the shows, is the one I would I would just sit today and watch like an entire season of, like easily. And I would do that as a kid, and I would do that now. And I don't think I could say the same thing about any of the other shows on my on my list or on either of your guys' lists. So, eh. Eh, maybe not, but um, but for that reason, I moved it all the way up to to number two. I I would say, like the show I could sit down and watch the most of in a day, it'd be the Boy Meets World or Fresh Prince. Like it'd be two of the live action ones. Like the other animated ones, I feel like I would get tired of it sooner than I would get tired of those two. Right. Even uh, maybe Keenan and Kel, but. Fresh Prince and Boy Meets World were bigger for me than Keenan Kill ever was. So, what I was going to say was, have have either of you watched or any of Girl Meets World? No. Maybe collectively over a period of a few episodes, maybe like eight minutes. Like I've seen snippets, yeah. and I have not enjoyed any of it. It's no, yeah. I never did either. The only thing I, I just brought that up because like, I feel like when it was airing what a, a couple years back, there were like every season of it, there would be like a couple episodes where they would like have a reunion with like Eric or, or like one of the main characters from boy meets world. And it would be on YouTube or something like that. And I would see it and it, it would kind of disappoint me. I'd be like, this is fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the original, <laughs> fine. This, this was random, but the original boy meets world. Great show. Yeah, I think that's generally the consensus on Girl Meets World is that it's it's fine. Just like uh, what's the other one, Fuller House? Like, yeah, I yeah. get what they were going for, and also like, I mean, a little bit to a degree, it's a money grab. But like, I don't think our generation had a desire for it to come back, and I don't think the new generation had a desire for a continuation for it. They were still watching the old episodes and enjoying them. It's not like they aged out. So I I I feel this way about a lot of like shows i see and i mean it's not that i'm watching them and they're obviously not geared at me but like even when we were like in our late teens i felt like the shows they were making that you would compare to boy meets world like they were making for that now age group were not nearly as good as like boy meets world or growing pains or step by step keenan kelf like i feel like the live action like kid shows like they got and again, maybe it's just because we were grow, we were getting older. But like they got very childish very quickly. I felt. Yeah, it's it's tough with the live action ones. Like, because if you don't try to make it a coming of age show, then it it just it gets outdated real quick, and it's like really goofy and stupid. And if you do try to make it a uh, coming of age show, I feel like the line is very. Uh, like you have a, a thin margin for error because it it can come across as just like really cringy and yeah. like really stupid and like but pandering. boy meets world seems to have found that sweet spot yeah yeah but boy meets world found that sweet spot that like it actually worked yeah like helga didn't find that sweet spot but hey arnold <laughs> did no, no she I did mean, not she may have but i assume arnold was probably unconscious oh god oh god don't oh, don't yeah this. no don't even act uh, like you weren't throwing me a softball don't even play it already the show already gets ruined with people's theories about 
uh, like Helga's background and why oh, she was yeah. like that. Here's, like, here's my yeah. hot take of, of our favorite shows of the 90s episode. Uh, fan theories about cartoons where everything is depressing or a dream, they're fucking stupid and stop making them. I hate you. Stop doing it. Stop sharing them. They're bad. Is this, we don't need them. What a, what a PSA. They're, they're fucking awful. It's like, oh, yeah, all the babies in Rugrats are like, because like someone had an abortion and like someone <laughs> miscarried and that's why they don't know the gender of it. And it's like, no, they wanted to create an enjoyable show for kids based off of kids. Why are you a sociopath? Like, I, I mean, I guess it's not fair to ask why are you a sociopath? But like, try and, try and tone it down in the fan fiction you write online. Stay in your corner of the internet where you write about, like, Edward and Bella and the other one. Don't fucking bring it on to Rugrats. Come on. I mean, the only fan fiction I've ever written in is just Friends and Rat Race. So, I mean, it is And I it is. will watch that movie or read that book, and that's fine. But don't yeah, really that's one that the world was waiting TV for. Shows. Yeah, that 2022, was... just friends rat race. Yeah, I'll, I'll be just there opening rat night. Friends like, you know I'll be there opening night. Like, just sounds just like rat friends racing. That's a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, Amy Smart is going to be the star of the show. Like, yeah, no, I, again, I'll be there opening night. I'm excited for this film. <laughs> What's your number one? Number one, I feel like you guys know where I'm going with this. I will say I have an asterisk on my number one because I hate the show after a certain point in time. I only like the first three seasons of the show, okay. but it's but for the first three seasons, it is the most memeable, most memorable, and funniest of any of these lists. It's SpongeBob. It's yeah, SpongeBob. It's, SpongeBob. it's always been SpongeBob. It will always be SpongeBob. However, after 2004, after season three, SpongeBob can fuck off and die just with as much as Disney's recess. That's how much this show fell off a cliff when they changed showrunners. It became an awful show. But when it started, which, yes, was in the 90s, barely made the cut, 99, it was the best cartoon. So I I did really enjoy SpongeBob when it first came out, like, but I don't have the love for it that I think most... I know you don't, Griffin, either, but like that a lot of people do. And while I agree, it's the most memed, I don't think it means it's the most memeable. I think it's the most memeable. I think, I think it's yeah, the, the, the faces and the Squidward faces. What's that, Griffin? I think it's pretty average. And And look, I will admit right now, I did not watch SpongeBob as a kid. Like, all the shows that I watched that were cable shows like Dragon Ball Z that I watched as a kid, I watched them when I was at friends' houses or I watched them when I went to the beach because we had cable there. I did not watch them in my house. I don't think we had cable until I was like 13 or something like that. Like, I mean, there was good shows on broadcast TV. There was like Fox Kids and, and um, Kids WB and all that stuff. So there were still like good Saturday morning cartoons and all that. But I don't think I watched SpongeBob until I was like 15. And... Maybe it's because I was like it was like multiple seasons in at that point and it had already become bad, or maybe it's just because like I it was I was too far gone at that point. Like I was just never gonna like it because it was like it was just annoying to me. And I know that that's gonna get me some backlash because people like pray to that show. Well, and that's why I don't like it. Yeah, I liked it like when 
it was geared towards me. But, like, I know people who'd watch it in college and, like, love it just as much. And I was just like, I don't get it anymore. Like, I, I just, it, it, it doesn't, it does not have the nostalgia that a Hey Arnold, a Cat Dog, and Angry Beavers, to name a few that were on my long list. Like, it doesn't have the same nostalgia for me. I will give you that it does not have the same nostalgia. I think part of that is because it never stopped airing and Nickelodeon never stopped uh, like shoving it down everyone's throats all the time. And like I said, it is. It, this is tough for me because there is a giant asterisk on it because I, I truly hate the show after they change showrunners. Like I think it's awful now. I think it's been awful for way longer than it was good. But it's just I'm, I'm cheating on this list and I'm taking three seasons of a show. But you're not. You're not. It's like The Simpsons. Like The Simpsons was the best show on TV for ten years, and then it really, really fucking wasn't. But it doesn't mean we're going to devalue those ten years. Like it, it mean, was legitimately the best animated comedy and one of the best comedies of all time because of those ten years. And you know, if it had come, I mean, it's not a children's show, so obviously it doesn't pertain to this list. But I, I get the I get the SpongeBob pick, and I'm sure a lot of people, at the very least, would put it in their top five, and a lot of people would put it at number one. Yeah. I, I honestly feel like it's going to be other than boy meets world, fresh prince, and maybe rocket power. It's going to be like the favorite pick of most people just because like, I, I feel like I know more people who go towards Andrew than you or I Griffin. Yeah. But, outside of his trash know, first pick. I, I mean, it's, it's a yeah. good, for the people pick like andrew wants to be a populist president it is what it is <laughs> yeah andrew plays to the masses you play to the masses and i just look at them <laughs> yeah yeah you do look hey. at them and they don't look back thanks for watching guys make sure to like comment and subscribe and let us know in the comments what you want to see for the next video we appreciate any and all support and make sure you're also following us on twitter and on Instagram. See you next time.